0: Good evening. <laughs> and welcome again. Nice to have you here. Yeah. You speak Finnish? No. No? Uh-huh. Pine Tree. Pine Tree? Yeah. That's a Finnish name, huh? Okay. So, we are now entering in Chapter 5, First Canto, Chapter 5. And in this chapter we find Narada enlightening Vyās as to the significance of the Bhagavatam. There about 14 verses of Narada's that... uh, Constitute the Bhagavatam in a sense in essence being spoken again it was spoken as we know by Krishna to Brahma in four verses so Brahma is the father and guru of Narada we don't have an well there's some uh, also um, section of the Bhagavatam where Brahma speaks to Narada here Narada anyway speaks to Vyas. And uh, as we heard from the last chapter, Bias was feeling some despondency despite his extraordinary uh, contribution, taking the unspoken um, that was spoken from student, from st- uh, teacher to student, from guru to disciple. In an oral tradition, the unspoken means that it is... Uh, uh, Aparusheya, not of human origin, the Veda revelation, hmm? um, drawn from the from the environment by the seekers, by the sages, by the rishis, by their the, the, the level of their inquiry and necessity. Hmm? As I have many times explained, every species of life has some necessity, and nature provides. Hmm. Necessities largely for the less complex forms of life are how necessities, how to eat and sleep, how to mate, how to defend. Nature provides for each one in a unique way. In other words, every animal has some system for defending itself, knows what to eat, basically, how to mate, how to sleep. It's natural. Hmm. So the natural inquiry for human society is rises above the how inquiries into a why inquiry, why am I? Why? What is the meaning? Not just how to do how to get something done, but what's the meaning behind? It. In fact we may stop from even answering the how questions on the basis of the why question. We find this example in the Goswamis of Vrindavan Nidraharuvihara Kadipajito Sankhya Bubakanamagana Natibi. They had no Atyahara, hmm. no collecting propensity. Nidrahara viharaka vijito Eating, sleeping, mating, defending, it said they forgot about them. On the basis of the they, they measure and the intensity intensity of their inquiry hmm? into the nature of being, consciousness. Hmm. As we'll find here, they inquired, in the ultimate sense, rasa jignashu." is the nature of rasa? Hmm. We'll that will come here, <coughs> in this section. <coughs> so Suvyas, uh, he was uh, despondent as the last chapter ended unfulfilled despite his extraordinary contribution of taking the unspoken that was drawn from the environment by the seekers and then spoken to a few, to those who had that level of inquiry. probably used to say, not everybody needs a guru. Only one who wants to make a comprehensive solution to the problems of life. Right? So, serious inquiry, and uh, they would pass the knowledge on. But he took the task then of writing it down, organizing the, the compilation of that Veda, the wisdom. For the sake of what? Of the people in Kali Yuga, whose one of the characteristics, one of the, of the Kali Yuga people is their sumanda mandamatayo, they're lucky and bad memories, Hmm. so we need a literary tradition as opposed to an oral tradition Hmm. on top of the oral tradition. So with great compassion and insight, Hmm. he took the Veda and put it in literary form. In fact, as we'll see in this section here, he did an extraordinary thing with regard to the Mahabharata. Um, in terms of making this knowledge available. But still, he was undone, not satisfied. Mm. So, on the scene then, in in response to his underlying dissatisfaction, Mm. Nard appeared on the scene. Mm. Just like... In response to the necessity of Raj Parikshit Sukadev appeared on the scene. Brahmanda mm-hmm. Kon Bhagavan Jeev Guru Krishna This comes instruction in Chaitanya Charitamrita. Brahmanda means the universe,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is big enough in and of itself, but it's part of a multiverse. That matter, and we are wandering, at least in the universe, if not through the multiverse, from <laughs> the Bhagavan Jeev. The Jeev is wandering throughout the universe. It means through different species of life, and wandering means without an aim. Mm-hmm. Consciousness is wandering aimlessly. In the less complex forms of life, meeting the basic necessities. Not of itself, but of its cage. Hmm? This is an empty life.
1: Hmm?
0: Wandering aimlessly. But by good fortune, of course, the Jeev comes to the human form of life. It's like coming up above the water for a breath of fresh air. And then in the context of that. If you could find a life raft, mm. you would be considered Bhagya, fortunate. So, Brahmanda brahmitekon Kon Bhagyavan Jeev. Bhagyavan means Bhagyavan. He got lucky. That's not Bhagavan. Bhagyavan. Bhagavan. He becomes lucky. What is luck? In the Bhagavad school, what is luck? What is good fortune? Hmm? That is, good fortune is. Hmm, the word? yadrichchaya. Hmm? This is a word used to describe, um, for example, Sukadev's appearance, as I mentioned, on the scene at the bank of the Ganges where the Raj, the emperor, had gone to fast and pursue the question about the meaning of life given, given that we have to die, what is death, what to do at the time of death. So on the scene, out of good fortune, out of his own um, um, his, his his self-sufficient movement, the movement of Sukadev in the world, was not one that was propelled by a necessity, a perceived necessity, resulting from identifying with an empty bag, the body, hmm. and trying to fill it up. Hmm. No, he was moving out of fullness. Karunaya When Suta Goswami offers his pranam to uh, sugadevi he, he speaks like this. He says, among other things, karunaya hap Out of karunya. Karuna means mercy. So he spoke purana guhyam. Guhyam means secret. The secrets of this purana, not the to make a profit, not because he needed anything, but out of compassion for the Raj, for the king. From mm-hmm. this kind of heart, real bhagavatam will come. You know the story of Babaji Maharaj Gorkishore, who was, liked to keep himself away from the public and so forth. Hmm? And then uh, one famous Bhagwat speaker came into Nadia district and set up a shop for speaking the Bhagwatam to the public right next to where Babaji Maharaj lived and did his bhajan, solitary bhajan. And his idea was that I'll set my camp up there and, and surely Babaji Maharaj will attend he's right there. And then I'll be able to say, even Shore attends my Bhagavatam classes. Of course, Babaji Marsh didn't go. It was a three-day recital, and after it was over, he asked one fellow, can you go and clean that place next door? Oh. So that fellow said, but, but, but Babaji Marsh, Bhagavatam has been spoken there for the last three days. How can I clean it? He said, you heard Bhagavatam? I only heard rupee, rupee, rupee. In other words, in a man's heart was only the desire for prestige, prestige, prestige adoration. If he could say, Bob Marsh comes to my Bhagavatam classes, how many more would you come and give donations? Hmm? This is not the kind of Bhagavat speaker that um, we'll get the full benefit from. We won't hear Bhagavatam from them, even if we hear the verses, even if we hear the poetry. Hmm? So Sukadev is, is 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 like here, this is the idea of the guru mahatmanas to mampart daivim prakritim ashita Krishna speaks about them in the Gita he says that this, this is uh, there's another kind of worshipper hmm? hmm. mahatmanas and they move in this world these mahatmas, maha-atma, great soul they move under the daivim-prakritim daivim-prakritim means they move under not the Prakriti material nature's influence but the divine nature that means that bhakti bhakti is constituted of swarup-shakti it is the antaranga-shakti the internal energy of Krishna its ontological status is that uh, it's it's of a different shakti it's constituted of a different shakti than we are than the maya shakti is but it's one that we are more like whereas the maya shakti we are more unlike and therefore uncomfortable in relation with but in relation to the swarup shakti the samvit, the ladeni, the sandeni the sat, chit, ananda that we are constituted of Finds greater capital. Hmm? If you take a, a man and you inject in with male hormones, he becomes a superman. I didn't want to say kryptonite because that's a foreign thing, <coughs> a separate thing altogether, <laughs> but with male hormones. So if, if you take the, an, ent- an entity... Constitute of sat chit ananda, and you and you inject them with samvit, sandini samvit ladini means extraordinary existence, sandini sat, extraordinary knowing, chit samvit, and extraordinary ananda, ladini. Then he becomes a super uh, person. He has then the capacity to function in relation to Bhagwan, to give pleasure to Bhagwan. Bhagwan invests his energy in him, in a devotee, that's what makes one a devotee. And then the devotee reciprocates in love. This is his swarut. The more that he becomes by love, through love. So, Good fortune. Brahmanda Brahmite Kon Pagivan Jeev. The Guru the, 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 the Jeev is wandering aimlessly and he becomes lucky. Luck means sadhu sangha. It means we come in touch with a person who is not moving under the influence of cause and effect. It means the karmic influence. We we do something, we we make we, we cause something and there is an effect. This is our movement in this world. So we move in this world. The bodhijeev moves in this world out of necessity. We've 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 sown, and now we have to reap. But the sadhu is not moving and under that same influence. Free, in the world, not of the world. Dibin prakritim, asrita under the influence of Bhakti Devi. So the is wandering aimlessly, come, gets lucky, wins the lottery. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Not only does he come above the water in human life, but finds a life raft as well. Hmm? We see many people in human life and they remain lost, hmm? even aimless. They even go back underneath the water Practically, hmm. trying to figure themselves out.
1: <laughs> hmm.
0: But if they become lucky, then they meet this Guru Parampara. Hmm. And then, Brahmanda Brahmite Kon Bhagavandi Guru Krishna Prashade Bhai Bhakti Lato By the grace of Krishna, in the heart, hmm. that Paramatma is said to be the witness, kind of unbiased neutral but he seems to have a little bit of a little bit of passion <laughs> he brings the jeev in touch with with the guru he 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 see, he he feels the some inquiring some dissatisfaction on the part of the jeev with the status quo hmm? he finds it he finds the jeev in a, in a, in a teachable moment, so to speak, and so brings him in touch with the guru, and the guru brings him in touch with Krishna by giving him the seed of bhakti, the bhakti lata, bija. Hmm? So Vyasa is feeling some despondency here at the end of the last chapter, and it continues here. He wants an answer. Narada has appeared on the scene; he's the answer. The necessity of Vyas is being answered. It's not a necessity of how to eat, how to sleep. He's he's for all intents and purposes like Sugadev, or like Parikshit Marsh. Was Parikshit Marsh eating and sleeping? He was prepared to fast for seven days and nights. He wasn't asking the how question anymore. He was so much penetrating on the why question. I met a man once and asked him to read Summit Bhagavatam. He said what am I supposed to do? Spend my whole life figuring out which path is right? I said, "Yeah, <laughs> that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> you got. A, you got some time. <laughs> this is time well spent. Listen to our argument. <laughs> Listen to the argument of the bhagavatam. <laughs> and see if your, your your quest, your thirst for knowledge, for knowing, can be satisfied."
1: <laughs>
0: so, a few verses here. As the chapter begins, continuing from the despondency brought up in the previous chapter of Vyas, despite his extraordinary contribution, editing all the the, the Vedic wisdom, putting it in literary form and so forth, the help of his disciples, Hmm. and Narad's appearing on the scene. Sutuvacha. Atattam sukhamasena upasinam brihachchavaha. Devashi praha Rajashim Dina Pani Smayaniva Narduvacha Parasharja Mahabhaga Babata Ketchid Atmana Parithushyati Sharira Atma Manasa Evava Jignasitam Susampanam Apite Mahad Adbhutam Kritavan Bharatam Yastvam Savarta, Padibrimita. Trignasitam Aditam cha, Brahmagat, Tat, Sanatanam, Tatapi, Sochasiatmanam, Kritarta, Iva Prabhu. So, four verses. First, the scene is set. Sutta Goswami says that thus the sage Narada having appeared on the scene, sat comfortably. Atatam, hmm? sukham, asinam, with some contentedness, he sat. Hmm? Upasinam, brihatjava.
1: Hmm?
0: He was greatly respected. Hmm? This Narada here is re- referred to as devarshi, Deva. Rishi, He's the rishi amongst the devas. Rishi means drisha, seer. Hmm? Amongst the gods, he was a seer. Hmm? Gods means heavenly realm, mental realm. Hmm? And a realm where there's all types of possibilities for enjoyment. Hmm? Like uh, properties to give an example. You... You, in the physical realm, the waking state, you can see gold and you can see a mountain, but you can't see a golden mountain. But in a dream, you can see one and have one for yourself. But you think oh, it's only a dream. But <laughs> your waking life is but a dream. Hmm? Row, row, row your boat. <laughs> life is but a dream. It's here today and it's gone tomorrow. Why do we give our dreams, dream life, less? Um, less credibility because they don't endure. So how long will this life endure? Will it endure another day for us? We cannot say. Hmm. It's here today. It will be gone tomorrow or the next day, and that will be the tomorrow, some tomorrow. The tomorrow will come. Hmm. So we're in a tenuous position, We don't see. We don't see this. How can we see ourselves? Hmm? trying to find ourselves in a dream. Hmm? We should wake up. This is the idea. Hmm? And wake up means to see. And how do we see? By hearing. Hearing from the sadhus. Hmm? So Vyas will hear from Narada. Hmm? The Devarshi, hmm? Praha, Viprasim, vina Pani. he's described here. He the carrier of the Veena. What's beginning here in this chapter is Nard's enlightening Vyas and in the context of enlightening him after he speaks the 14 verses that kind of constitute what we might call the Nard Bhagwat. Then Nard begins to tell his story. So he gives some philosophy and then he tells the story of himself, his life, from which we can learn so many lessons by which the philosophy that he gave can more readily perhaps be imbibed. If I tell you some abstract philosophy, it may be hard to catch it, but if I tell you the same philosophy in the context of the story, story of my life, hmm? that will be compelling. It will be of interest. Hmm? Uh, it will capture my attention and the message, uh, the essential points will go in that much more readily. Hmm? So Nara will, will tell his life and we'll hear how he got his vena Vina means this uh, as this particular stringed instrument for classical music. And uh, this uh, he'll tell the story how, it's a very important uh, verse of Bhagavatam. It's how Narada got his Swarup. He tells his story how he was a boy, a son of a maidservant, he didn't know who his father was. He met some devotees during the rainy season who took shelter in their house for four months. They enlightened him. He pursued their enlightenment upon the death of his mother. And at the peak of that, he was awarded his swarup. This is a grace. Bhakti is a, is a gift. It's not a right. This all comes out in this, uh, these four or five verses here, actually, if we look at them carefully. The story is told later. Hear the word vina, pani. Mm-hmm. He carried a vina. So this is part of his swarup, an instrument. Narumuni Bhajai Veena Radhika Ramana Nāme. Hmm? Nice song of maybe Bhakti Vinod. Nara Muni Bhajai Veena. He, he's playing his Veena Radhika Ramana Nāme. Wherever he goes, he's singing the glories of Radha and Krishna. Hmm? So, he comes in here like like moving without stepping on the ground is the idea. It means... The guru is an extraordinary person. He's in the world, but not of the world, as we said earlier, moving under a different shakti. And he's Iva, vina pani Iva, The learned deva-rishi, Uh, he sat happily, comfortably, and he was smiling. This reminds us of the Gita. In Gita, what do we find? Arjun is confused. He throws down his bow, huge event for a warrior of his stature. And he doesn't know what course of action really he should take. He makes some arguments on the basis of Dharma that he should not fight. The basis of that again he puts down his bow and Arjuna and Krishna chastises him. And then he surrenders. Sho prapannam. He says, I, I surrender, I, I don't know what to do. I, I I give up to you, Krishna. You tell me what to do. You're my guru. I'm your disciple. Then we find Krishna begins to speak begins to speak the Gita, maybe the twelfth verse and he, asochanan vasochan sum pragnavanam chapasate, katasum agatasum cha nanu panditi, nanu sochanti pandita. That's 12th. The 11th verse, Sanjaya describes the event. Prahasamiva, hm He says, he's smiling. Hrishikesha, prahasam is standing there on the battlefield, smiling before Arjuna, he began to speak. It's Rishikesh Krishna, controlled master of the senses. So we find the artist smiling here. Hmm? It means a number of things. It means he knows. He knows the cause, the underlying cause of your despondency. You can understand. Hmm? He has the solution. There's nothing to worry about. That's what Krishna says. So socham. And problem. Ah. You're worrying about something that is not worth worrying about. That twelfth verse of the second chapter is connected with the concluding verse of the Gita when Krishna says, Don't worry. He says in the beginning, you're worrying about things that are not worth worrying about. And what does he talk about not worth worrying about? Life and death. We say, it's a matter of life and death. He says, life and death are not worth worrying about. That which is living, that which is not living. A sochan katasum agatasum cha. Katasum agatasum. Whether they're living or dead. Hmm? What kind of knowledge are you going to talk about? we say, as I said, is a life and death death matter. Hmm? If you if you want to get somewhere fast in India on the train, which is hard to do, you just say, uh, mother Mother dying, immediately come on, come, come, come. Yes, yes, get on, mother's dying, oh. Hmm? Krishna said that even if your mother's dying, Hmm? I'm talking about something that makes that unimportant. Imagine, what what is, you got our attention, what is that? Hmm? You are lamented for for that which is not worth lamenting. Hmm? Hear what I have to say. I'm smiling in the face of death. You're thinking, what will happen? I'll kill my relatives. I know. No one is killed, and no one kills. So he smiles, and he knows the answer. Arjuna is despondent. He responds to the task before him by citing the Dharma Shastra, and and. and and Krishna wants to take him to jnana, to knowledge of the soul. Hmm? There's a similarity here, but there's a difference. Here in Bhagavatam, we find Narada has appeared on the scene. He's smiling. Vyasa's is despondent. But why is Vyasa despondent? Hmm? He's despondent for different reason than Arjuna. Hmm? Narada says, O son of Parashara, Parasharaya, Mahabhaga. like Arjuna, like Krishna glorified Arjuna, he said, Nanu Sochanti Pandita. You, uh, you sound like a pundit. You've quoted the, so many things about Dharma, but you're actually kind of foolish. You're lamenting that which is not worth lamenting for. Hmm? The living and the dead. These ideas of life and death. Hmm? They have nothing to do with the reality of our eternality. Hmm? Hmm? So he, he he as Krishna addresses Arjun with regard to his parentage and so forth, previous, just a few verses previous to that before Arjun Serenji said what? An hmm? You are an Aryan, but you're not talking like one. Hmm? So he says here, our, he mentions Parash, Parashara Muni, You are very fortunate. You come from You are the son of Parashara. He is a great learned sage. Hmm? Uh, we would think that you would be satisfied on that basis alone. Hmm? Such an extraordinary birth that you have of such a such a great person. Hmm? Babata kachid atmanah. Hmm? Paritushyati, sharira, atma, manaseva He says, "Are you, are you, is yourself not satisfied?" The Implication is here by identifying with the body. Is yourself sharira, Are you not? Is yourself atma not satisfied because of identifying with the body? Is yourself not satisfied because of identifying with the mind? Hmm? He's saying. He's asking rhetorically. He's saying. That can't be, you're Vyasa, you're the son of Prashra and you 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 have knowledge.
1: Hmm?
0: He says, "Jignasitum susampanam Apited mahadatputam hmm? kritavan bharatam yastvam sarvarta paribrimitam." Your inquiries that you've already made were full. Your studies were well fulfilled. You're you're learned. Hmm? You you studied all the scriptures. You have good parentage. You don't identify with your body and your mind. Hmm? I mean, you could be despondent because you had an unfortunate birth and you weren't born with a silver spoon in your mouth. You got a, dealt a bad deal, as a, someone might might think and so forth. You could be despondent because you're identifying to one extent or another with your body and mind. This is, shouldn't be the case for you. You had good parentage. We know we, that's not the case for you. you. You've written about these things, that you're not the body. You're not the mind. Hmm? And, you, and you have scriptural knowledge. Hmm? You have a vast amount of uh, scriptural knowledge.
1: Hmm?
0: So, yeah, what, why why are you despondent? He knows the answer, but he's he's taking us through these possibilities Maybe someone would be have a good birth, maybe someone would not identify with the body might but they might not have really scriptural knowledge that might be useful one gyani once said, how oh, that uh, I forget his name Saraswati somebody he said that Ma- Ramana maharshi he had no knowledge. he meant no scriptural knowledge. Ramana maharshi's uh, kind of kind of an awain but unschooled. One, so to speak. So I guess he didn't. That fellow didn't care so much for the way that Ramana Maharshi taught about his experience. Hmm. So anyway, you're learned, you, you, and and he says, as I mentioned earlier, that Kritavan Bharat Bharatham Yastvam You 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 your scholarship is of such uh, extraordinaire that. Uh, that you you penned the Mahabharat. In other words, the Mahabharat is very extraordinary in that it's taking the essence of the Vedic knowledge. Of course, the, the Gita is placed within the Mahabharat, and in, in putting it in a story of the times, that is very compelling. It's got romance, and politics, and intrigue, and and so forth. And he's done it expertly so that when you reach the point where it's just at its height, everyone's on the edge of their seat, the war is going to take place. And all the intrigues and whatnot that built up to it and all the characters have been fully developed and you're just really emotionally involved and the war is about to start and everybody's, like I said, on the edge of their seat. Vyasa has their full attention and Bhagavad Gita. Hmm. This is very good scholarship. Hmm? You took that Vedic wisdom and you worked it into a history of the time. It was like writing a novel of the times and injecting the absolute truth in there, the highest uh, philosophy. He said, well, I mean, you did that, and still you're dissatisfied. Hmm? So we're also to learn that just by scholarship then... Hmm, we will not be fulfilled either. Jignasita meditam cha, Brahma tat sanatanam tatapi so to And here finally he said what? That you have fully delineated the subject of Brahman. You, you have f- fully written about Brahman, taught about Brahman. But not only have you taught about Brahman, jignasitam aditam cha, you've inquired, brahma jignasu, jignasu means to inquire, jignasitam aditam cha. Not only have you inquired about it, and l- the implication is learned about it theoretically, and written about Brahman, the absolute. Aditam, but you know it, also. Not only are you a scholar, but you are a realizer. And still, you're not satisfied. Hmm? What could be the cause? <laughs> Nārada's kind of playing with him, instructing all of us. Hmm? So, uh, what do you think? Yes, what, what, what's what's the cause? What's what's the problem? He ends here. Hmm? You've done Brahmajig even, and you were successful in your inquiry. You got the answer, in other words, and still you're not satisfied. Hmm? So this is a very powerful point of the Bhagavatam, isn't it? Hmm? The Bhagavatam is the post-liberated Subject now. Hmm? This is what Bhagavatam is about. I said it is the height of spiritual inquiry, Rasa Jignasu. First comes Dharma Jignasu. Inquire about Dharma, about how to live a, live a, live a proper human life in consideration of uh, God, that, that the bounty of life has been provided for us. That nature is bigger than us and is a provider, and so forth. We're a dependent entity. Hmm? To to color all of our human activities with with a, with a, a, a tint of 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 God consciousness, of gratitude, appreciate the sun, the moon, the stars, the breath, the air, and so forth. We posit the gods behind them and worship them, and so forth. To live with gratitude, this is the religious idea. First comes dharma jignasu if you've done that well then comes brahma jignasu and the implication is of the bhagavatam if you've done that well then rasa jignasu hmm? and if you've got sadhu sangha if you have if you haven't done dharma jignasu if you haven't done brahma jignasu but you've got sadhu sangha of the right kind of sadhu hmm? Muktanam apisidhanam, narayana parayana. Sudhuluva prashantatma koti svapi mahame. What is Krishna say in the Gita? Manushyanam sahastre shukhaschidya tatisidhaya. Yatatam apisidhanam kaschin mahambetita tata. This is not an ordinary person. Hmm? Out of many people, thousands of people normally will inqu- inquire of humans. Out of thousands of people, Okay. Thousands of those who inquire, one will know. Hmm? Out of one who knows, out of thousands me. who know, one may know me, hmm. maybe a devotee. Hmm? Muktanam apisiddhanam, narayana parayana. Gotishvabhi hmm? mahamni. Hmm? Bhagavatam verse, another right, same idea. Out of many uh, muktanam apisiddhanam, out of so many muktas. Liberated persons. Narayana Parayana. Someone whose life, Parayana, is Prana. The very life is Narayana. Sudulaba Prashantatma Kutisvapi Mahamuni. Sudulaba. Very difficult to find that kind of person. Kutisvapi Mahamuni. And here in Bhagavatam, what are we talking about? Something else. Not Narayana Parayana. Krishna Parayana. Hmm? To meet a Krishna Parayana, this is very very lucky, very good fortune. Hmm? If we get this this kind of Sangha, then we can do Rasa jignasu hmm? And if we do rasa jignasu on the basis of sadhu Sangha, then all well, dharma will come in us first. <laughs> yeah? Knowledge of Brahman of the difference between matter and spirit will come on in us first. And then rasa will come. Hmm? Don't think I've got sadhusanga. I'll inquire about rasa. I'll skip over the other two. I'll remain religious and I'll still keep my shoes on. In other words, act as if I'm this body and I'll taste rasa. That will be uh, a big disturbance to the society. That will be sahajiya, to take it very cheaply. No. We're fortunate by Krishna Parayana by this kind of a devotees' association, we can make this inquiry, then he will, she will guide us to inquire in a way that is pragmatic, that, 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 as I like to say, tells us what is the goal and where you are. Both things. You're here, you want to go there, that's good, know that, and now you're here. How to go there, step by step, this is the idea. Hmm? So, rasa jignasu su this is the inquiry, Vyas will now be encouraged to make and to write about and to share. Samadhi na nusmaram Later we'll see. Narada will tell him, sit. For many reasons he spe- explains why you're qualified. Now you sit. Samadhi na nusmaram You sit in samadhi and meditate on the Krishna Lila, the Lila Goloka. Hmm? You're qualified to do that. And from that you become satisfied and from that what came Srimad bhagavatam it is samadhi bhasha of vyas bhasha means language it's not english it's not sanskrit it's samadhi bhasha from the samadhi the, the, the experience of inner experience of vyas this bhagavatam is coming out as the, the final work it is the ripened fruit of the tree of the Vedic knowledge. Bhagavatam hmm? the, ba- the Vedanta Sutra with its its opening statement Atatu Brahmajignasu hmm? now inquire about Brahman. Hmm? Atatu Brahmajnasu Janmadyasyataha this is the next sutra. Janmadiasayataha inquire about Brahman who is, yasya, uh, or from whom, yasya, janma, adi. The the, the 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 birth, the origin, then the sustenance, adi means, etc. The origin, the sustenance, and the annihilation, the winding up of the, of the world, the universe, hmm, comes from Brahman. This is the basic idea. Inquire about Brahman, who is... Uh, Now we should inquire about Brahman. He is that from whom the world comes, etc., etc. Now we find Bhagavatam begins with the words Janma Dhyasyataha. But what is the meaning in Bhagavatam? And what is the position of Srimad Bhagavatam in relation to the sutras of Vyasa? This Bhagavatam was written after the sutras of Vyasa. He was still dissatisfied. Hmm? Now he will be satisfied. He will come and write the Bhagavatam hmm. after hearing from Narada. And he begins it with the same verse, the same words, Janma yasyataha, Taha, but he has a new meaning here, a more developed meaning. Hmm. Bhagavatam, it is mentioned in the Guru Purana, is what? What is Bhagavatam in relation to what I'm saying? the natural commentary on Srimad Bhagavatam. What does Guru Prana say? Mm. It says Bhagavatam is a natural commentary, (laughs) Uh, among other things. (laughs) Anyway, it is a natural commentary on the sutras. Natural means... Oh, it's written by the same same person. If you want to know what it means, the sutras mean, let's talk to the person who wrote them. Hmm? He wrote a commentary on it. That's Srimad Bhagavatam. It begins with the same word, which same, 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 same words, which is an indication of that fact stated in the Gruta Purana. Jan Madhya Sirataha. That from whom it said, satyam param deemahi. We should meditate on the supreme absolute truth. Satyam param Dimai means to meditate. Hmm? Hmm? He is that from whom the world comes. But it doesn't mean that here. Janma adi yasya. Janma adya yasya. That adya means, means janma adi rasa. How does it mean Janma Adi Rasu? Because the, there are three invo- verses of invocation in Srimad Bhagavatam. I'm citing the first one. The third one says, Pibhata Bhagavatam Rasamalayam. Hmm? So the proximity of the verses, Vishwanath Chakravati Thakur has explained, hmm, gives us the license to understand this Janma Adi Asyataha in a different way. It means... This book now you should inquire hmm, or now we should meditate. This is a kind of inquiry. This is how to inquire to meditate. the way of knowing, right? Now we should meditate on the supreme absolute truth. Who from whom the Adi Rasa. Adi uh, Rasa Sya. Based on the idea in the in the following verse couple of verses. That is part of the same invocation, that that the book is about rasa, pibata bhagavatam rasam alayam. Hmm? What is rasa? Rasa Ugaisaha. the Taitare Upanishad, in the in the in the Ananda Vali. Ananda Vali means means chapters. So it's the chapter about Ananda, hmm? bliss, love. Hmm? It goes through a, an in- inquiry about about um, what is Ananda. And ultimately it comes to say that that, uh, that, that, uh, that Brahman is rasa. Hmm? What does that mean then? Huh? If we study it from the Gaudias, we get the right idea. Hmm? That Brahman is rasa means, well, that means that, that Krishna is Brahman. Brahmanohi pratishtaham, he says in the Gita. That Brahman is subordinate to me. I am the Param Brahma, I am Rasa. So this book is about Rasa. The inquiry here, uh, the meditation that we're implored, implored to take up, the inquiry, on the absolute truth is to inquire about the original Rasa. Mukherasa, this means Madhu Rasa. <laughs> the book is about Madhu Rasa, about Radha's love for Krishna. That's what it's about. Srimad Bhagavatam. So Janmadi Asya means that from whom the original rasa has come. Hmm? Therefore, the point here is what? That Bhagavatam is asking us to make an inquiry about rasa. Hmm? Who can do that? The next verse says, "Oh, Dharma, Projita, Kaita, Votra, Matsaranam, Satam. This is the Paramahamsa Marg. This is not for ordinary people to inquire about rasa. Yasa can do that. Hmm? Directly, he is given the blessing of Narada. He will sit in meditation, and Bhagavatam will come out. Rasa will come out of him. His language will be rasa. Hmm? Rasa, basha. <laughs> Samadhi, basha. Hmm? In rasa. Hmm? But see our Pagya. What is our good fortune? What is our luck? Hmm? We come in touch with Krishna Parayana. That is our Guru Parampara. Bhagavatam says, Nigamakalpaturol galitam Same, third verse, part of the invocation. Nigamakalpaturol galitam falam. The tree of the Vedic wisdom hmm, has a ripened fruit, has a fruit that's fallen. Fruit that's fallen. It means... The, fruit, the ripe fruit falls from the tree of its own accord. Hmm? This rasa rasananda is not something that you can pick of your own effort. It comes to us. Hmm? Bhakti, that means, comes to us. Bhakti, Krishna. Bhakti is Krishna sharing himself with us, his love for for us. That. This is what he this is what bhakti is. So the tree, the, the fruit, the ripened fruit, galita means fallen, so it's a fallen fruit. One thing is it's easy to get. You don't have to climb up in the tree. It's very generous. Hmm? It comes to us, it means also through Guru Parampara. And the Guru Parampara is very generous because they have a very valuable commodity. Hmm? And they're trying to find a way to give it to people. Create a teachable moment, they may give it to them say, come on, yes, try it. (laughs) Come and live with us. We'll give you all support. Guru Parampara, this is just filled with kindness. This is the Kripa Shakti, Kripa Shakti of Bhagavan. This is what Guru Parampara is. It means the, 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 the Shakti of His mercy. This is how Krishna's mercy is manifest. Because the Guru Parampara is in proximity to us. We can understand our situation, empathize with it. Krishna is dancing with Radha. Hmm. <laughs> so through, through the Kripa Shakti of his devotees in Guru Parampara, this is, that's why probably to say the Guru is the incarnation of Krishna's mercy. Hmm. That's his Kripa Shakti coming to us. Very kind, very generous. Karunayaha Paranaguya, as I said, Sukadev spoke out of, of compassion. Not to gain anything personally, hmm? and he took the ripened fruit, passing it on. Hmm? You can't just go and grab it. I'll go into the rasa of Krishna. No, you won't even know about it. It's such a thing is—you—you you, you might be able to figure out in your head, "I'm not this body." But you'll never figure out what is what is what is what is Madirasa, what is any rasa. You never—I'll tell you how to figure that out. Hmm? Here's how you figure that out. Of course, it's through Guru Parampra, but here's the idea of it. I said before, we are an atom of Sat-Chit-Ananda. What's going on here in Bhagavatam is this. Vyasa is not satisfied. He has not made available inquiry into rasa directly for the people. Hmm? So he has not inquired into it sufficiently himself either. Hmm? Because to share it, One has to have experience of it. He knew what was Brahman. He could share that experience. Now he has to know what is rasa. Hmm? What is the real fruit of bhakti? Bhakti rasa. Hmm? He'll be instructed how to do that. And then he will share that. That is Srimad Bhagavatam. So, uh, this opportunity comes to us through Guru Parampara. What is self-realization? We are Satyad Ananda. Self-realization means, in a sense, that for, for most people, this is Vyasa's position as it's being depicted here, mm. that that he is, he is has realized his eternal existence. He's loving to exist now. You may not love to exist now because it's temporary and it's problematic. Mm. But if you could live forever mm, without any troubles. Mm, then that might be you might love to live like that, so to love to exist hmm? an enduring kind of existence this is self-realization, but we don't we may love to exist because of the 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 threat that our present sense of existence is under hmm? so we would like a secure position where, we, where our existence will not be threatened. Do you follow me? Hmm, by death, at any moment it could be taken out from underneath our feet. The rug we're standing, hmm? even without dying, it, it still happens. You know, the rug's always. I'm always like unsettled. And I just got there and sh- just joined my company. I just graduated from school with top honors. And I got to start at the bottom of the company. Hmm? So it's unsettling this life. So a secure existence. We can umukshatva, long for that. Hmm? Uh, but we, Bhagavatam teaches us we should long for something else about ourselves. We should explore the implications of the fact that we are a unit of ananda. Not just sat, not just chit, not just being and knowing, but ananda. What is the implication of ananda? Well, we could say the implications, if I full of, pursue the full implications of the, of the fact that I'm ananda, I can experience a huge relief that I don't have to die, that I can live forever with no problems, quietly, peacefully, satisfied, no threat, hmm? no anxiety. Brahma Buddha Prasannatma, Na Sochati, Na mm-hmm. But Bhagavatam says to us Look at yourself, sir, madam. In your everyday life, you are not just living to exist. You are existing. You, you are not just loving to exist. You are existing to love. That's what you're doing. You're actually existing to love. You want to love. There is some capacity, small as it is, in you to love. Hmm? No reason about that. Have you reason about that? That I'm, I have a capacity to love, but. I cannot experience the fullness of that in relation to things that, for one thing, don't endure, and for another thing, are different from me in constitution. I'm consciousness. They matter. How do you love them? something that's entirely different from you? You can't love your dog like you can love your wife. I mean, it's also a mammal, but I mean, if you go further down the scale, you can love a stone... <laughs> like you can love your boyfriend. Hmm? You know, love is about similarities, about oneness, about likeness. You know, Have we got enough? Let's do a chart. Have we got enough in common? Okay. Let's get together. <laughs> Something like that. So love is about oneness. Hmm? It's a unity. Of course, it's a dyna- dynamic unity. So the reason about you are Ananda. Yes, you have Ananda. You have enough Ananda to take a deep breath. Ah, it's a relief. I don't have to die. Hmm? But could there be something more to you than that? Is that the full scope of Ananda? If there's no other, I guess so. Hmm? But maybe there's another. It would not be made that that other would not be of matter, but of my type, of a likeness to me. Hmm? That, is, that is the idea of Krishna and Bhagavan. He is, uh, and, and he now wants. To, he wants to connect with that Ananda in us. Hmm? He, he he wants to make that opportunity for the jiva available. That's what Guru Parampara does. Makes the opportunity for the unit of Ananda that we are to fulfill its potential. Hmm? This way, love of Krishna is is inherent in potential in us because we're a particle of Ananda. Hmm? And if by the grace of Guru Parampara, hmm, Krishna's love comes to us. The Guru embodies a kind of love for Krishna. This is the Swarup Shakti, internal energy of Krishna coming to us. We come in touch with that. It is contagious. We'll catch it. Hmm? And there's a likeness between us, our sat and sandini, our chit, and some bit Aranda and Vladini. Hmm? It's like more of the same, like that hormone hormonal kind of injection. There's no real analogy that perfectly fits. Hmm? It is a supernatural thing. God shares his love through Guru Parampara hmm? This is the idea. Nigamakalpaturo Galitam Valam and ripened fruit is handed down. Bha- vitam rasam alayam. Hmm? Rasam alayam. Rasam alayam. This book is about rasa alayam, not about liberation. This is one way we translate alayam. Laya means like dissolution, to bring to an end. So liberation is about bringing an end to material suffering. Hmm? this people to rasam alayam it's not about
1: it's
0: about rasa it's not it's not about liberation hmm? this is bhakti uttam bhakti third canto kapila this is uttam bhakti anya vilashit sunyam gyan karma di anamritam Ankulena nu Shilanam Bhakti Uttamam hmm? Rupa Goswami's verse, Bhagavatam verse, not about liberation. It explains this series of verses there. Hmm? What is Uttam Bhakti? Hmm? It is not about liberation, but Laya has another meaning also. means to sleep. You faint you know, it says, "So this book is about rasa, by which you will, will faint, among other things. that means sattvi abhavas. Hmm? you will experience all the sattvi abhavas. your hairs will stand on end, tears will fall from your eyes, your voice will choke your body, and you, the last of them is and you will pass out. Laya hmm? you will pass out. And now you're supposed to drink this thing perpetually, so what will you do? Muhuraho, wake up and do it again. Hmm? <laughs> when you wake up from passing out, drink the Bhagavatam again. Hmm? This is the idea. Hmm? <laughs> this now it, it is what Narad will encourage uh, Vyasa to do in the end, his despondency altogether. It's saying self-realization from the point of view of Rasa-jignasu is a dead end. Hmm? It's a dry thing, Brahma-jignasu. Even realizing it, your your inquiry, uh, uh, your full possibilities, potential, hmm? in relation with Bhagavan and this kind of Krishna Parayana, Guru Parampara, it won't be realized in that. Sukadeva is the example also. Hmm? Here, Vyasa's playing the part here as well to teach this message as the be, at the beginning of Narad's uh in, enlightening him. So we should think we oh we we are lucky, hmm, To be in touch with this Gaudi Vaishnava, Guru Prabhu and the great special gift of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm, Madhurasa and everything else. Sakyadasya, vatsalya. Srimad Bhagavatam Vijay. Any question? (laughs) You can, yeah. Um, Toward the end, you you were talking about um, consciousness being um, an atom of Satchidananda's, and so that takes me kind of back to the beginning of your talk, when you're talking about Satchidananda and then um Sambitsandini and Vladimir. So such it and here in the, in the soul. They're inherently a part of the soul. Soul is constituted of such it and and then with the ingress of the Swordshakti then the Sunbh Sunday and Vladimir help us realize our potential Well we are the, the, yeah, we, we realize our potential in mm-hmm. let's say, for example, matter does not have the same potential. Matter, the Maya Shakti, is asat, achit, and nirananda. There's no knowledge in 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 the, in the Maya Shakti. There's there's no there's no uh, material things are here today and gone tomorrow. So they don't endure. They're not sat, they're not chit, and contact with them is the source of suffering. So <laughs> they're not full of ananda. Hmm? So if we bring bhakti in touch with matter. Well, matter does not have the potential to have a surup and participate in the lila. But if we bring Bhakti in touch with the Jeev, because it's constituted of Satchirananda, it is Tatasta, so it can function in one side or the other side. If it functions excuse me, in relation to matter it's not satisfied, but it will be satisfied in relation to that which is which is kind of more of the same, hmm? The Ananda in the Jeev does not have the power to conquer Krishna. But the Anand but the Aladini mm-hmm. of the Saru Shakti has the power to conquer Krishna, to captivate Krishna. Mm-hmm. So when that that bhakti means that we come in touch with that. Goloker Premodan Harinam Sankirtan. So the Harinam, it comes from Golok. It brings the wealth of Golok. Through the Guru, Guru Harinam is Kirtan. That is Bhakti. Hmm? So through Kirtan, the principal limb of Bhakti, this wealth of kolok, this Prem, is shared with the Jivas, hmm? and they, in their fullest potential, then um, can be uh, can be realized. Hmm? What happens is that this Swarup Shakti, which is Bhakti, comes to us. So we we take up Bhakti. As the bhakti, we hear, we chant, and so forth. And uh, we, we're kind of bhakti, uh, how do you say, um, you know, assistants or, or um, apprentices, apprentices in bhakti. Mm-hmm. With the material senses, we're, we're, we're letting our senses be used by bhakti. For hearing a chance so there's a kind of knowing that will come out of that gradually and ultimately the knowing is hmm, and knowing here means loving it's a loving kind of knowing we come to know that well material things aren't in my interest we lose interest for them we get a taste for bhakti hmm. we get a taste for, for the for the object of bhakti Krishna in a particular form and a particular a desire now the heart being cleansed of any material desire desire in relation to Krishna starts to manifest the desire to serve him in a particular way hmm? to to please him hmm? to, to move only for his to his pleasure and to attain him hmm? it's a threefold um, desire that really comes from the sarup shakti it, and it starts to come into us. in other words it's real simple we meet Krishna. Krishna Krishna goes to find us through the Guru Parampara, looking for a for a date, for a friend, through the Guru Parampara, and we 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 are found, and we, 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 we agree to the, let's make a date. Okay, so we we, we enter the school of bhakti. It's a dating game, is what it is, <laughs> and uh, and so Guru Parampara is like the big, you know, internet, you know, Facebook kind of thing. So, yeah, Match.com. <laughs> and so the, it's a match, you know, made in made in Goloka. Yeah. So, so Krishna made the made the match there. Sent the Guru Parampara to us. Hmm? How he would like to accept service from us. It's coming through the Guru Parampara. Hmm? So, so we we meet Krishna through the through the guru parampar. Krishna never goes outside of himself. Means he never goes outside of his sarup shakti, his influence, his internal influence, which is love for him. He never goes outside of that. In other words, he doesn't interact directly with the maya shakti. He doesn't interact directly with the jeev shakti. He interacts with the jeev shakti through the sarup shakti, which then makes its ingress. Into the Jeev Shakti, hmm. and then the Jeev Shakti has the capacity to love Krishna the Jeev Shakti, the then the Tatasasa Shakti falls in love with Krishna hmm. and so your better half, so to speak, you know, has come before you, and you've developed some budding love, and that love you become that love becomes specific you, bec- you become that love, you are that love that is your potential hmm. You understand? It's not an ex foreign thing that's imposed upon you. It's what you are, potentially, in relation to the most lovable object. Hmm? Now, each jiva is an individual. That's a fact. Hmm? It's an individual unit of sat-chit-ananda. But in his, his Priti Sandharva, Jiva Goswami says that this bhakti comes like the rain during the Swati Nakshatra. It's a certain constellation that's said amongst the Tantras, Tantrics, that if the rain, when rain falls during the Swati Nakshatra, that's when the oyster opens his mouth, gets a drop of that water, and pearls are made because of that. That's this. That's the, that's the idea. But it's said also if the if the, when that rain falls on the bamboo, there's a bamboo pearl. It comes, and if it falls on something else, I forget another thing comes. So the implication is that where bhakti Falls, hmm, it will have potentially a different effect. This implies, perhaps, that each jiva, while it is an individual unit of such ananda, has something individual about it that makes it different from another atom of such ananda. In other words, if we say that the jiva is an individual, hmm, we can say, all these um, ball bearings are individual. Hmm? This is one, this is another. But they may be individual, but mm, not really different in any way from one another. Hmm? But the implication of this Idea of the Swati Nakshatra, it implies, perhaps we can say, that there's something about each jiva that while it's a unit of Ananda, and the other one is, there's still something different. Maybe we could say, how Krishna wants to accept service from them. Hmm? And so when the reign when the of bhakti during the Bhakti Nakshatra hmm, comes to us, then it affects us in a particular way. Hmm? And we develop a particular relationship with Krishna. That's how Krishna would like to accept service from us. Like I say, it's a match made in Goloka. Hmm? We cannot say that in the mind of Krishna, doesn't have some idea how he would like to accept service from us. Hmm? So this helps to what might be a gap for some and some, so you say, well, I'm an individual but I'm just like everybody else. I'm just a, a unit of such and an on there's no difference between me and anybody else. Mm-hmm. And, and that's kind of weird. Hmm? So it's answered <laughs> in this way. And the difference is that potential, that that potential has something to do with the way you are. Of course, bhakti will affect you in a particular way. Hmm? And of course, generally, Krishna will send the kind of guru that has the same kind of bhakti and then you'll You'll get the same kind of bhakti, but in the context of that, let's say it's sakurasā, each friend of Krishna will be different.
1: Hmm?
0: He has no two friends alike, they're all in sakurasā. But then, there are different kinds of sakurasā, and in the different kinds, in every one of them, every friend is different also and unique. Hmm? So, this is the (laughs) idea. And you know what? It said that every friend of Krishna, every coward boy, thinks that Krishna loves him the most. And you know what? They're all right. (laughs) (laughs) Krishna Bhagavan ki jai, Kantarasimud Bhagavatam ki jai, O Nityananda ki jai, O Bhaktivinda ki jai, O Premanandi.